Welcome to this week's episode of Absolutely Not. I am your host, Katrina Stroll, and I am dedicated to providing examples of setting personal boundaries at work and the vocabulary needed to name harm in those spaces. Some of that vocabulary includes words like harm, gaslighting, and traumatic. All of these words and their definitions can be found on my website on the resources page, as well as other words that we use frequently on the show. This episode is entitled keep it moving, right? It's going to be good. And it's going to be good because my special guest today is Magic Collins. Magic is the host of Fight the Funk podcast, where they explore mental health, culture, and the world around us. It is currently on episode 60. Yay. He works at the nonprofit Painted Brain as an outreach coordinator, counselor, and a part of the digital literacy program development team. He is also a member of the Black Mental Health Task Force, and it's, which is dedicated to Black-centered wellness. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I also, I left out downtown Crenshaw, which is community wealth building, and they're working on purchasing the mall to, to build with community in mind. Uh, so I forgot to mention that as well. Awesome. I'm glad that you were able to shout them out. But yeah. let's talk about today's episode keep it moving where did that title come from uh well i think these last few years are there's been so much transition and so much like where you you form all these these projects and, and um, efforts with people you've never known and and you don't know all these different relationships who's tied to who where grudges are with who in between who so uh so i think at this stage in in my own uh evolution and growth is to understand my place as far as am i a part of this environment or i'm just being a tool of this environment um so it's kind of that where it's like i'm here to help i'm like we talked about before i whatever title i have i'm, I'm just here to contribute i don't i don't want to get into people's grudges i want to get into people you know whatever they who who goes against who it's like it's not about that for me so um so i think this is a part of keep it moving where i gotta do this work that's inside me to do uh, that, that's been there and it, I, I can't get caught up in the grudge matches and in everybody else's you know stuff um and it's like i know i've personally have worked my butt off for my own self-development um so for me it's like to to not continue to put myself into into environment or relationships where i feel like i'm just being um siphoned off or i'm just being my talents and my gifts are just being exploited mm. uh and and so that's kind of where i'm at now where it's like i'm here to work with people uh and if i if i feel like that's being like who I am isn't accepted, then I need to keep it moving. Because my, my gifts and talents are separated from, you know, my, my life is my life. Um, so just just learning, just, just continuing to learn. 
Oh man, that is good. That is scrumdiddly umptious. I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Um, what kept coming up while you were describing your experiences is the ability to draw that line. Like, hey, I'm not taking on more than your I intended to take on. And how has boundaries helped you to draw that line in any organization you're a part of? Uh, I'm still learning that because I want to do everything. I want to do it all. Like, I, I, I love it. I love doing everything. Like that's because um, part of that, it feels like my gift. Like I can do when I set my mind to something, I can I can do, whoa, whoa, I'm writing a book or, oh man, I'm, I'm organizing this event. You know, it's like, there's things I know whatever I apply my energy to, I can start to make a difference. Mm. Um, so for me, it's uh, more of a being more decisive as far as how I, where I focus my energy. Mm. Oh man, I love that word decisive because it talk, mm. it brings us into the decisions that you have to make. Even if you choose to do all the things for that organization, you're going to be burnt the fuck out. And they're probably going to exploit you in some way or another. Have you ever had that happen to you? You've been running around being Superman and realize you're being exploited. Yeah, uh, I'll say, you know, there's, cause we respect and love people. Mm -hmm. I think that's why, that, that's what opens to, to, opens the door for that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think part of that is, okay, how much do I respect and love myself? Um, and, and, and to me, for me, it, it's a matter of, uh, like keeping it moving. Like, how do you move forward? Cause we are all, it doesn't mean people or organizations are any less good people. Are they not freedom fighters? Are they about the purpose of the, the, <clears throat> of preserving life of, of working for something bigger. It doesn't mean they're not about that anymore. It just means we're not in, in alignment. Mm -hmm. um, and this alignment has caused more damage than good for my own personal well-being. Um, so therefore, I have to change this alignment. And whatever that may mean is whether it's um, addressing addressing it and, and seeing if something actually changes, mm -hmm. which a lot of times if it doesn't, the, the worst thing you do is keep doing it mm -hmm. um, or taking yourself out or addressing the, some, some of the main um um, some of the main people mm -hmm. um, if that doesn't work then it's like okay none of that worked mm -hmm. then I guess it is time for me to move, remove myself from this from this environment um, so it's, it's I think that's what makes our journey tough as just humans right because it's like we're all social beings and we're all trying to get things done um, and especially if you have some sense of I want to make things better way beyond my time there's a certain level of pressure you put on yourself mm -hmm. um and so that becomes part of i can't spend time in something that feels circular mm -hmm. like where, where i'm feeling like i'm just been you know it's like there's no really moving forward because this objective doesn't feel like the real objective that i came in for objective doesn't feel like the real objective I came in for. And you used a lot of words talking about the journey that we're on. Use the word journey, use the word stages, use the word evolving. We as people are constantly changing and growing and developing. And if we are not cognizant of that in all the decisions we're making, then we're going to turn into that circle and just, 
oh damn, how long have I been in this circle? Mm-hmm. Um, when was the last time you caught yourself in a circle? Um, well, I've been on a circle since this pretty much most of this year because mm-hmm. like I try to build so much in different communities. So it's like, um, so literally I'll, I'll be, I'm going on in the circle, but I'm trying, but it's not really a circle until I realize it's when, when I realized, actually, I shouldn't say it's not really a circle um, because it's, it came back full around. Like, so mm-hmm. the last several months to do the work and finally feel good about what I'm doing and then it's just a long, it's like, oh, this just came back around to a different objective. <laughs> that That is not why I'm here. Oh man, this is a circle. So, so I think it's more of, I still enjoy community building and, and, and trying to lend my, my talents and my gifts to as many different communities as possible, but I just don't wanna feel exploited doing it. You know, I don't want to feel like to be made to look like I'm not contributing and then seeing my work in front of me. Like that's, that's abusive. That's toxic. Um, so, so that's where I, I want to, the, the shift has to be for my own well-being is to not just put my work out there and then be disconnected from it and then see it in front of me. So I don't know why that is a, is a practice that's thought to be something healthy or necessary and that's where a lot of this I'm like a lot of these last few years I'm uh, there's the thing that popped in my head a lot was why is this necessary mm. why are decisions that are being made why is any of that necessary for the work that needs to be done mm. to me it, it's exhaustive and it's adding to it's adding work on people's plate mm. that doesn't need to be there um so so that's like answer your question of of that time you've been in a circle I feel like at times these last few years um that's kind of where I've been at and also we have to look at ourselves um for why we put ourselves into those situations um and part of that is is my own fault like I was talking to my friend where she was like hey man you knew what was going that's your fault and I was like you know what you're right um you know it's like so you have to also be look at yourself in the mirror and be like what what how am I contributing to this and this always comes back to the proving myself um, like I've showed up on so many different front lines, so many different causes in, in, in these, these Zoom rooms, these uh, just researching all kind of like, like Measure J, uh, SB um, bills, uh, governor recalls, like all these bills. And it's like a lot of that is for my, is, is for my, that, that it's, it's my purpose. Mm-hmm. But then there's a, a percentage of that to be, I'm proving myself to this group that I can do the work, that I can be um, that person. And it's like, I am that person. Um, I'm done proving it. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm a leader. I know what I bring to the table. I see all the things I've put out that are working um, and that are from me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mind if it's showing back up in front of my face because it wasn't about that anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but I I know I've done an amazing job. Mm-hmm. I don't need anybody to tell me that. I don't need anybody to tell me that. Um, you talked a lot about the exploitation of your work. And I, I cannot thank you enough for sharing your experiences here because you gave me a new definition of what exploitation looks like. Um, you said 
con feeling like you're not contributing even though your work is right in front of you. Man, that resonated. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. But in that sense, and even when you talked about your ability to point out the circles that you you decided to be a part of, the, the phrase that kept popping up in my mind is over the top. So that's like an indicator of when you're in a circle is if you feel like you're con over contributing and nothing's mm -hmm. get moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, who has helped you realize when you're doing over the top type work? Um, I had, uh, cause a lot of this is new for me. Like this, this spiritual journey I'm on, like this is new. Um, and I, so I have to lean on people who've done it, who maybe not still be alive or people that are, um, that have a, a, a practice and, and I look up to them because like i feel it i i know it's there i i know i am who i am mm. but it's still new for me mm. um and it's still i have to ground myself and and own it and, and to which a lot of which i've done but now it's still the 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 road is still in front of me um and so i'll say the people that i look to are maybe not no longer here in in physical form um and then there's a few that I absolutely love, but I can't talk to them personally, you know, where they're 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 in different lands, they're they're in different countries. So I have to kind of just look at their work when they post and and share their wisdom um, and just kind of get where get that wisdom and continue to work in in a very in a situation I, I didn't ask for, but I've learned to accept. In a situation I didn't ask for, but I've learned to accept. Oh my, this is an, another gem for me because um, it reminds me of the times I've been in toxic workplace after toxic workplace. And I didn't ask to be abused. I didn't ask to be discriminated against, but I did have to accept the fact that this is what they're about. Um, if I stay here, then I'm accepting this behavior and abuse um, every single day on a daily basis. When you decided that this is not what I deserve, but it is what I have to accept. What were some of the first steps you took on making sure you know what you're accepting? Well, I, I think it's, it's never over, mm -hmm. you know, because like, especially if you're, because I'm in my passion, right? I'm doing the things I love to do. So if you're in that, so, so the, the, a lot of the unhealthy elements are always going to be there. So you just have to learn how to evolve mm -hmm. um, and, and know that there are people that are always wanting to exploit your gifts. Mm -hmm. um, but how do you how do you build well-being and and um, and still serve that bigger picture, knowing the, the human uh, elements the, the of exploitation that that exists all over? Um, and that's where you know capitalism is 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 king in this land. So you, you have to like myself. It's like I don't I don't consider myself a capitalist, but I understand I have to um, I have to bring a certain level of that into my life and and um, and ownership into my life just to have a, a standpoint in some way to be here. Um, so it's like, but I, I never go to that extreme because I don't feel like this is capitalism anyway. This is some mutation 
of, of what, because it's not basic good and service when you start studying human behavior to the point of scientific levels. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're moving past capitalism and you're moving to um, conditioning. Mm -hmm. uh, you're conditioning people to be uh, addicts for your product. Um, and it's like, so, so that's a form. So for that, it's like, I know to the degree I have to create a, a capitalist platform, mm. but I also know how, how unhealthy it is that of the practices we have come to normalize. I love that that gives us a way to understand that we're able to define how much we want to take in of anything we're willing to take in. For example, I'm still in relationship with some toxic family members that um, are not willing to grow and develop as where I am in my life. Um, mm -hmm. But I only take as much as I can from them. Do you have mm -hmm. any relationships that you're in currently that you have to kind of set those boundaries and say, I'm only taking this much? Well, well that's why I'm gonna ask for your services. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, cause it's like, I think that's always evolving. Um, cause as you go out and you're trying to make things happen, there's so many new relationships and then those new become old. And then the, you don't know if you start talking to this person, that person doesn't like that person, you know, it's like, that's where you, your boundaries are constantly having to be reaffirmed and understood for yourself. Um, cause you might not even know like, oh, I needed a boundary there. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I need to make a, a different, I need to make an adjustment here. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you only know as you go. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the, the boundaries are always evolving and changing. Because mm -hmm. also, de <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, it also depends on how the adjustments are made. Like if you say, hey, this is how I feel in this situation and can you be real with me? And then if they are and they make adjustments, it's like, it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, and now what adjustments do you feel I need to make? And then boom, boom, y'all make adjustments to, to better um, coincide and complement each other. Mm -hmm. But if you do, if you express where you're coming from and those adjustments aren't made mm -hmm. and, and the, what you're saying is disregarded, now there's a problem. And now there's a sense of, oh, I need to not do the same thing. I need to change up as mm -hmm. far as my boundaries go. Mm -hmm. And I know that word change scares a lot of people, but it's needed. We've talked about this a mm. lot, even in this episode is we are evolving beings. It, mm. You will have to let people go. Not everyone can make it to the final destination with you. And they probably will not, very few will. So just being prepared for that is needed. It's a need that everyone needs to have. But what are, I know that you said you're still growing on your journey of setting boundaries, but what are some of your go-to phrases that you use to set boundaries currently? Um, I guess I, I liked your, uh, you got me fucked up. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't really have phrases. I just have like, um, follow my intuition more. Mm. Cause there is, you know, it's like, you know, when you're being abused, you know, when you're in a cycle of abuse and it's like, follow your intuition. And, and that's where so much of this, I wish I would just follow my intuition. Mm -hmm. um, so in so many different elements of this, uh, it's you listening to that self um, and not waiting for more signs. Mm 
Because mm. it, it's that it's that's the part where it's like, no, you knew it from the get go. <laughs> <laughs> that's where my friend says, like, you no, know, going continuing to move forward. That, that's your fault. Mm. Um, uh, so, but phrases, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have phrases. Just just listen to your intuition. Mm, that's awesome. And yeah. I think every single time well, we bring up the conversation. Oh, go ahead. I also as a, add a caveat to that though, because I think also this society can be anything can be manipulated in you, even your intuition. So it's like, so there is a caveat to that. So I say over time, if your intuition is still saying the same thing and you you've, you know, you you've given it your due diligence to 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 say, well, I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same thing is like, no, nah, this is. I'm feeling unhealthy doing this or moving forward. I always say, like, even with mental health, I always say um, that whole, uh, what is it? Um, like, like, like push through it. Mm-hmm. But mental health is not the same to say that. Um, mm-hmm. And just and just like falling, uh, it's like, because it's kind of like driving on flat tires where you can't push through that. Um, you ruin the tire, you ruin the, the, the frame. And you just you just ruining the car, um, and I think so. So that's kind of uh, one of those things that come into mind. Whereas, like, yeah, you might initially be like, you know, I, I my intuition says, ah, uh, and then because I've I've had situations where it actually went well, you know, where it's like I don't want to go, but is that my anxiety or is that my mm-hmm. intuition? So it's like so it's hard to know the difference between those two um so so that's why i say it's with a caveat of listen to your intuition mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's your depression it's your anxiety that's that's coming off as intuition mm-hmm. um so it's a lot to it's a, it's not a, a one a, a a phrase that's fit for everything and i love that you um emphasize that because even everything that we talk about on the show is not a one size fit all you will need to implement these practices on your own go through your relationships that you have personally on your own and define what these mean to you and how you can implement them moving forward um i do want to repeat it's like driving on flat tires it will mess everything else up so if you are not aligned with your intuition currently and are kind of second guessing your intuition it's time to get that support system in place. Find you a therapist, find you a counselor, find you a nonprofit that helps mm. people out or mm. find people that can you can build community with that also have those mental health conditions as well. So t- they'll t- let you know, oh, I've been through that. Let me tell you, it's probably this or that. Um, mm. I know that you work or you advocate for mental health completely, but who has been your support system or the people that, are helping you make sure that your intuition is aligned? Uh, it's, it's constantly evolving, mm-hmm. but I would say um, definitely like Painted Brain, the nonprofit I started working with, because um, they kind of stepped in. It was, a, it was a combination, but like I had an old mentor step in where he's like, man, this is whatever's going on with this dude. I see it and it's messed up. Like the first thing he did was like in April, he called me. I was like, dude, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying. I'm just, I, I showed up. I'm going to these places. Mm-hmm. It's some wacky shit. And he was like, yeah. He stopped. He's like, dude, I saw it. I know, like, I've heard, like, there's, like, there's some fucked up shit 
that people are doing um, to you right now. And like him affirming that mm. was like fresh air. Cause even, even my friends, friends, like my friends who I called friends for years, they couldn't just tell me truth mm. and I knew it. They knew it. And I was like, so it took a, a old mentor who knew me, who knew me for, for, for a decade now uh, to come in and be like, you are being put through some bullshit. Um, and I know who you are and you know who you are. So you stick to who you are and just keep working. Um, and I needed that. I can't tell you how much I needed that at that moment. Cause at that point I was like, why is this all happening? Um, all I've done is try to be me and I can only be myself. Um, and so I needed that. Um, and I'll say, and then painted brain at that point, I was so worn out. Like, um, I like, uh, another person I work with Nakia Fields foundation. She's the founder of black mental health task force along with uh, Rachelle Chambers and Marilyn Huff, like they, they have a, um, a connection of, they're all building up this task force. Um, so it was, it was fortunate that they also kind of helped, um, helped me get going again. Because by April, I was so into the movement and studying, I pretty much like, I lost my place. I was, you know, it's just like, and, and I have friends looking at me differently for the first time in my life. I'm like, how are you guys? What in the world is going on? You know, it's like, I'm, I'm already worn down. I lost my place. And I'm, I see my friends looking at me with, in ways I never had nobody looking at me before. Um, and it made me sick to my stomach. And, and some of those people I would never talk to again in days of my life, mm. um, period. And it's like, and, and I hope they know what they've done and they know what they try to do. And I hope they, they live with that. Um, and that's where it's like, and that kind of goes back to your boundaries where the, it's the people that are close to you that, uh, that can hurt you um, because of what they believe. Um, and then they will enforce that belief onto you. Oh my gosh. And thank you so much for sharing all of this with us today. I, I myself resonate so much with it and I know my audience will as well. Um, you talked about that validation and at affirming that you got from your mentor. And for anybody out there that feels that kind of crazy feeling, like, why is this happening to me? Or why is everybody treating me this way? Go out and seek that validation or affirmation from somebody. Find somebody that knew you when you were the truest form of yourself and knew you at your deepest essence of yourself and just try to figure out what is going on or else you'll just feel like that. And um, with that validation, you were able to say, okay, I, I do not care about this enough. Y'all can go. It's, mm. it is okay. Uh, take it with you. Um, mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, we are still on this journey all together, but it really helps to know that a lot of us are on this fucking journey and it's mm. so hard and it's so taxing, but you can, you can do it. Um, for the people out there that are now like, man, magic did it. I can do it too. I'm gonna start setting boundaries. What would be some of the tips that you give them into moving into new organizations or setting boundaries at work for the first time? Uh, I'll say kind of sit down and, and write out what those boundaries are. Like if you know, you don't, there's certain triggers or things that you don't, that you don't stand for or 
that are against your own, um, you know, health and well-being. Um, kind of understanding that for yourself and not tolerating it, like, cause and cause toleration has nothing to do with understanding anyway. I've never, I never understood the whole fight for tolerance. Like, I don't, that makes no sense to me. Oh my goodness. Toleration has nothing to do with understanding. That took me back. I, I worked for a nonprofit mm. and anytime I had a, um, a complaint about abuse in the workplace or behavior around me, the first thing they would say to me is, well, could you seek to understand? Could you try to understand where they're coming from? No, the fuck I cannot. They are bullying me. They are, they are being, they are being awful and abusive in a workplace. And you, whoever I was talking to, should not be standing for that either. Um, but when you have those conversations, you're able to know, oh, this organization is not aligned with what I'm aligned with. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. I needed that today. I don't even work there no more. Because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what 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 they're saying is tolerate their behavior. Because they don't want to, the, the, the boss or superior, that they don't want to do the job. So it's like, so they're telling you to tolerate it mm. because they tolerate it. They tolerate, oh, we are getting into some stuff here. More specifically, some red flags of behavior in organizations. So mm. if that person above you is not willing to do their job, They'll do manipulation tactics like we just discussed and saying, well, could you just understand? Or they won't even be doing what's in their job description. That was very well. She was an HR director. That was her job to ensure mm -hmm. that we all felt safe at work. And I did not. Mm -hmm. oh, where's my life going? But on that note, do you have any last minute sprinkles you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up? Um, I would say just treat mental health as a, as a journey, like finding what what combination of of tools work for you, because it's not it may not just be a therapist, it may not just be a psychiatrist, it may not just be a spiritual healer. It's some element of many things, you know. It's like so so it's like even with a therapist, there takes some people ten years to find a therapist they actually love. So it's like so you so even with that, you're not. It's not about the one or the second therapist. Um, and then I'm good. I tried it. So it's more of whatever you feel like you need um, to assistance with in your life is like continuing that journey of, of seeking and finding it and the combination of what you need. Because might, you might find a love, the therapist that you love and they realize, oh, yeah, and I need a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, and I need somebody to just look over notes that I take or something every once a week you know it's like just find the combination you need to be um healthy and, and thriving in this world oh my gosh thank you so much for that and we talked about that earlier that plug and play all of the things we talked about in this episode may not work for you you may be able to tolerate more than myself or magic can do but th this is why these boundaries are personal to ourselves and we need to identify them for ourselves um, I just want to touch on the word assistance that you used. Mm. It is okay to ask for help in any capacity and everywhere and anywhere that you need that help. Um, that took me a really long time. I have mental health conditions and it still takes me a really hard time to ask for help, but please do so if you're listening out there. 
Once again, this is Absolutely Not. I'm your host, Katrina Stroll. My amazing special guest today was Magic Collins. His information will be in the show notes, so please read the show notes. Reach out to him if you have questions about boundaries, mental health, or transitioning from organizations to a more aligned organizations. Um, all, this episode will be published and it will be on my website, www.katrinastroll.com. Until next time, please continue to set those boundaries and say absolutely not to anything unaligned. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Absolutely Not. Your support means the world to me. You can always further support the show by leaving a review or visiting the support the mission page on my website, www.katrinastroll.com. My website is also where you can register for upcoming live episodes, watch amazing past episodes of Absolutely Not, and buy Absolutely Not merch. Yay! Until next time, keep setting those boundaries and saying absolutely not to anything unaligned. See you next time.